Welcome to episode two of season two of Can't Make This Shit Up. We are so happy to be back in your ears. Thanks so much for coming to hang out with us every month. Firstly, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the Darawal people, in which we live, meet, and record on. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. We are back with episode two of season two. How are you going, Beth? Pretty pumped, hey. I'm actually really excited that we're back because it's been, what, it's been like three weeks since we dropped the last episode. I think so. Um, We haven't been weekly consistent, but look, like, if we can guarantee an episode a month right now, that is pretty good. Um, And coming into 2024... That's so crazy to say. We've got some big plans for 2024. We do, and we will be more consistent. I think this year's been hectic for all of us. Um, For anyone out there struggling that's gone through any kind of heartbreak, loss, all the emotions that come with... What What's the word, Beth? All the emotions that come with, I don't know, life. life. <laughs> Can we just say that at the same time? <laughs> Jinx. Um, yeah, and especially leading up to this holiday period, it can be a super hard, like, time for people um, that, have, like, don't celebrate the holidays, that are not with their family or have lost a loved one, are going through a breakup, etc. So... Yeah, um, we're sending lots of love and hugs and everything out to everyone listening to us today as we know that sometimes the holiday season can be a bit rough. Um, so have a bit of joy and a bit of cheer and and do as much as you can and that's okay. Also, we have some beautiful rain that's happening right now. So if you hear that in the, in, um, the episode... It's raining outside and I find it quite soothing. It's super soothing. I think it's like a nice background noise <laughs> yeah. for us. So let's do a little catch up and then we'll jump into what we're going to chat about today. So Beth, how have you been? What Tell me about what's been happening in your world. Yeah, life's been pretty good. Hey, I started a new job recently and I think I've just been going through the motions of, uh, you know, the... I guess the trying to understand what that actually looks like and trying to create a new routine and that's been really great it's been amazing it's actually it's amazing the company that I now work for are just full of beautiful kind compassionate people and people that I just have are actually morally aligned with um which is super nice and I think you know that's what happens when you work with a smaller group of people it's just it's nice that you go to work and you all kind of get to know each other and I've been near there now for almost eight weeks which is crazy to think it's been yeah, like yeah wow that long yeah it's been like two months now which is crazy so I'm in really in the weeds of it and just been trying to go to the gym as much as I can and train and walk and try and keep up with you know keeping a healthy life site life style while also yeah while also trying to be consistent with my role so yeah it's been pretty awesome um and yeah I think like going into this holiday period it's been it's been kind of funny for me but funny in I guess a good way knowing that this time last year I wasn't in the best frame of mind so yeah for me it's it's been I guess exciting coming into Christmas but also quite weird in the sense of being able to reflect Mm. as well Mm. um how about you what's been happening for you well firstly that's awesome about your job I'm so stoked that you are loving it and are with people that you are aligning with morally because I know that was a bit of an issue last time Mm. um so I'm happy for you mate thank you um yeah proud of you um me yeah I've been all right like I just had um dad's one year yeah so that was tough I think leading up to it was probably a little bit was the toughest um I was just I was just like counting down the days from Mm. like October I was like yeah this is it this is gonna happen and and then once it hit November, it was like, so my dad didn't even know that he was going to pass away. Like, he only had like 20 days left on this earth and he didn't even know it. Like, I got real, like, dark in my mind. Mm. Um, and so that was kind of tough. But the day was actually really beautiful. Yeah. And um, we will talk about grief in another episode because I'm pretty 
I really do want to tell you all about my year of losing my dad and going through grief and navigating that. I think that's going to be really important for anyone that has lost a loved one, um, just to hear someone else's journey because the only thing that got me through the last year was knowing that I wasn't alone and, um, you know, seeing that other people had gone through this as well and, like, you weren't the only one that was suffering in that way. Um, But the day was really beautiful. Like, we went up to the Nantian Temple, um, which is, like, a Buddhist temple in Wollongong. Um, So I... I'm not religious. I mean, I was christened a Catholic, but I think that was mainly for my mum's parents. Mm. Um, and dad wasn't. Dad was pretty much an atheist, so he wasn't religious at all. So, but we did. We are like quite spiritual. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, so we went up there and burnt some incense, and um, there's like a candle that you can light and pay for and um we lit a candle and wrote his name down said a prayer for him and that stays light for a week so Mm. we've been going up throughout the week and visiting dad's little candle and came home and made some homemade dinner and yeah it was just a really nice day and he would have been stoked and i felt a lot of peace after that Mm. um it's still tough but especially coming up to chrissy but you know i have felt a lot of peace so that's kind of probably the sad thing that's been going on but also something that i'm proud of for getting through um i've started a new therapist she's awesome absolutely loving my sessions they are so beneficial for my health um been training heaps um yeah just trying to live a healthy lifestyle that balance uh Mm. working a little bit getting ready to head over to the u.s for work and doing a cheeky stopover in new york for a couple of days not that i should be with a wedding coming up soon Mm. and today i said yes to the dress so (laughs) found my wedding dress today and went out with um my mom my sister and uh, my best mate maddie um yes my other best mate beth don't get upset (laughs) (laughs) And um, picked my wedding dress. It was a really surreal moment. So things have been good, up and down. Um, but I've been, I've been alright, man. That's super nice. I'm like stoked that you got to say yes to the dress today. And for our listeners, I did get to actually see a photo of it. You so have. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Are you, glad? Are you, are you like you. happy with the design I picked? I think the design's very you. Yeah. Um, I knew it was going to be, like, a little bit left of centre. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be what it is. Um, but I don't want to also... It wasn't the dress that I had in my head for months. Well, I was just going to say I don't want to, like, say too much because Leah listens to these episodes and yeah, I don't no, want to get can't. into it. But it's going to be beautiful. I accidentally um, gave it away it, that it I was wearing... It was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I accidentally gave it away that I was wearing a veil. I didn't know you weren't meant to tell them that you're wearing a veil. You're not supposed to tell them, like, anything. Yeah, well, so well. She's my best mate. We were chatting, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got the veil. She's like, what? what? You, you can't tell me that. I'm like, oh. Oh, shit, sorry. Shit, sorry, didn't know. <laughs> Disregard. Oops. Um, that's all. That's all you'll know. Um, but, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, are you feeling, like, you're feeling pretty pumped now that you said yes to the dress? You know what, you know? It feels um, like time's ticking away. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, going to kick myself up the ass with the web shred, that's for sure. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm feeling pretty... I'm feeling pumped. Yeah. I mean, the dress wasn't cheap, so that was a bit... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine. I'll just resell it after. <laughs> it's all good. Do you know yeah. what? It's like <laughs> you only get, you're only going to have one wedding yeah, and make it count and... You look beautiful. Like Thank the photos you. you sent me look so beautiful. I know, beautiful. I'm very excited. It's very me and it's very suited to our day. So yeah. I'm stoked. I even like made sure it was like squat squat proof so I could like get low on the D floor. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was stretchy as fuck, so I was like mad. Epic. It's gonna be it's gonna be super fun. Yes. Um awesome. But getting into the episode. Into the episode. Into the episode. Yeah. So the epi- today the episode. we are going to talk about bum ba bum Beth. People pleasers. People pleasers. People pleasers. Um, We're also going to talk about um, the holiday season and why people break up. 
like, why the fuck do people decide that it's a great idea to break up? I have a theory on this, so I'm keen to get into that. Okay, well, let me do my punchline. Why do people, why the fuck do people think it's okay to break up just leading up or during the silly season? Why, You know what? I've been broken up with every time through the silly season so dude so i have a theory this time this time last year uh, like a week ago a week ago this time last year was when my ex-girlfriend just was like fucking yep see ya like out of the blue out of absolutely nowhere i had no idea it was gonna happen and then it happened why why do you think that happened not why do you think that happened to me let's not go back there but why do you think that people people do that because that happened and then literally a space of like four to six weeks after probably honestly like eight people that i know also got broken up with like Mm. um, it was it was quite like it was nice because i had people around me that were going through the same thing but i knew so many people at that point in time that had been that had gone through a breakup and it was all in the months of you know late november december january why do people do that look i don't know why uh you need to ask them but i think like for me i've always i have been broken up with um twice Uh, (laughs) in the silly season yes coming up to it so it's always been like shit like i remember um one christmas uh sorry my dog just jumped over the couch and i am paranoid because we're drinking red wine and i have a cream rug and we're chilling in the lounge room all worried about myself spilling it (laughs) um my theory is people are selfish but they also i think if i want to try and see the benefit or the better in someone I think if someone has already made up their mind that they are going to leave someone or their significant other, why put them through the period of that holiday season and hang out with their family and friends and Mm. be merry and jolly and kind of put on a facade and then break up with them? Like, don't Mm. you think if you were... Okay, so we've all been... We've both been broken up with prior to Christmas. Don't you think it would probably cut a little bit more deep if you had that time and you were like, oh my God, this is so great. I'm with my family, with my partner. And then they leave you just after new year. And you're like, what the hell? Like we just had the best fucking holiday. Like Mm. that's the only way that I can see that that's why they do that. Or they just want to be like in their hot girl summer and just like get on the tune (laughs) for uh, the silly season. Yeah, I mean, like, I also, have, I also have an opinion on it and I 100% agree with you. I mm-hmm. think it, I 100% think it's because it's like, why why would I bring you around to my family? Like, pretend that I look fucking amazing, like I'm the best partner in the entire world and then up and leave you and confuse the hell out of everyone. But on the flip side of that, I think what's not thought about in that situation is the fact that you're leading up to the fun time where you're supposed to spend it with, like, your family and your close friends and then they up and leave you and you're actually in a worse position Mm. like and i think you and i've both felt the like the weight of being that of like going oh fuck like how am i supposed to enjoy what's supposed to be the best time of my life when i've just been completely heartbroken and blindsided like i think oh you can't enjoy it like every single every single christmas one of my exes broke up with me excuse me just before christmas and um oh i was like crying at the dinner table at my family's place like you can't really enjoy it and then but then new year's rolls around and you worry and like you wonder if you're gonna get a new year's a happy new year's text from your ex or mm. if you need to send one to them like and then when that doesn't happen you're like oh my god they didn't text me like it's really fucking over it, there's so many things that goes through your head when you're left in that period because it's you know it's a monumental time for all of us like we're going into a new year a fresh start we're celebrating with our family and we're friends and our friends and you want that you want your partner to be a part of that so you don't expect to be left during that period because you're kind of like you're setting yourself up for a new year but in a way i think it is kind of good 
Because you, again, in that statement that I just said, you've turned that new chapter, you've got that new leaf and you can be like, you know what? It's fine. I've got a whole year to rebuild myself and Mm. make this year my bitch kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. It definitely seems like a bit of a pattern where people are left um, during that Christmas period. Yeah, for sure. People, um, I think people, people in general, like partners, um, they just want to do what... Oh, I like to think people try to do what's right and do the right thing. But you're you're right in the sense of like leading up, going through like New Year's. Wow, there's a Whoa. hectic storm going on right now. It's Ooh. quite doomy and gloomy out there. I love it. Some serious lightning going on. But yeah, pe- people do that. And I think that like, yeah, maybe it is for that. Like you can, you know, New Year, New Beginnings kind of vibe. I just... um it's rough right like the holidays is rough enough as is because a lot of people have gone through stuff or like you said earlier like you're going through it without a loved one mm. and then to add like kind of another layer mm. to that it's such an like it's, it just feels like december is such an emotional time yeah and you have to remember breakups you're you're essentially grieving like a re- mm. you're you are you're grieving a relationship yeah. you're saying goodbye to someone that you're probably not going to talk to anymore yeah like, for sure who's really great friends with their ex yeah exactly you are, like good for you but i'm definitely not well yeah and there's just like there's completely different like layers of grief like it's a completely different grief feeling for sure yeah. for sure but you're still grieving that relationship like mm. a person that you spent so much time with and shared so many memories with is just somebody that you used to know mm. i'm quoting that gautier song yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 crazy right because it's like that they were in your life every single day and then they're just not boom and it is lit- it is literally like boom it's like someone's just like punched you in the face and that feeling is just complete i guess numbness in a sense but in saying that numbness in the sense of you feel completely numb like you do when you do grieve Mm. the loss of someone but what is so confusing about it is that person still exists yeah for sure and they're just like getting on with their life without you yeah like how is that fair yeah 100 percent. well i think if we were to go through any tips and tricks because i think you and i both know the weight of what that feels like a, a relationship breaking up in this in the holiday period what are some tips that you have to be able to enjoy the days that matter to us may may that be christmas may that be new year's mm. how what, what advice do you have for our listeners like i know for me like being on my mobile phone was addictive and probably not the doom scroll the doom scroll yeah the doom scroll and it's because it's that comparing yourself, right? Like you mm. compare yourself all the time. Am I like? Yeah. Is my weight good enough? Like, oh, I don't look as happy as them. Like, all that kind of thing. I think a tip: if you had a civil and amicable breakup, firstly, how's that? What's that like? Yeah, <laughs> talk to us. <laughs> We're all ears. Let me know. Slide into uh, our slide DMs. In. I'd love to know. Um, but if you had a breakup. <laughs> that's so funny uh let me know seriously um a tip through that holiday period no contact Mm. it's rough it's really rough like it's probably the hardest time that you go through where you want to communicate them you want to say merry christmas you want to say happy new year Mm. but if like that's not reciprocated you have no idea how soul crushing that will be for you like Mm. you will just feel even more rejected than you already do oh on that and if they message you do don't not reply. reply like do not reply no like don't especially if you know you get the message or like just checking in like how, how like you oh. know hope you hope hope you're doing okay like the condescending like i'm doing fine but i need to make sure you're okay so my ego is stroked like it's it's unnecessary Mm. and if they have made the choice to not be with you anymore then you need to push that action into gear because you'll just keep enabling them to thinking that they can contact you you need to move on with your life and just be strong surround yourself with your family with your friends like 
there was a point with one of my breakups that I needed to tell my mates to take my phone because I just like wanted to message her and be like happy new year like what are you doing or merry christmas like I, well actually I did call one of my exes once on christmas like bawling my eyes out and to be fair that's not fair on them either like mm. I know that they have broken up with you but they're with their family they've also made the tough decision to leave like it's never like it takes two to tango kind of thing I never think a breakup something always has to go wrong right for someone to leave unless they cheat on you or something but um you know calling them and crying and begging for them or anything like that that's kind of unfair on them at like and I, in that moment, I didn't think that that was. I was like, oh, they've left me. I need to call them and tell them how sad I am and that I miss them and I love them. But that's also making them feel uncomfortable on their Christmas day. So maybe, like, if you do feel like you're going to do that, just take your, like, put your phone down, turn your phone off, give it to someone, give it to your sister, give it to your, a family member, give it to anyone and just be like, bro, you need to take my phone because I'm going to do something stupid. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. Like, fuck, dude. The other, like, I've I've literally gone back through and read through messages around that time mm. when my ex and I broke up. Well, you overanalyze stuff, right? Like, why? Oh, I've read it. Like, yeah, hundred percent. You overanalyze it, but like, I've read about it. I I've gone back recently and read through the messages over the last couple of weeks. I went back through the messages from a year ago and I read through them. And I'll tell you why I read. Through I was them. about to say, do you want to do you want to explain yeah. why you've done that? Hundred percent. So to the listeners out there, I'm um I'm actually very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy at the moment. I feel very balanced. I'm in a very healthy, loving, committed relationship. And I feel like very happy with where I'm at in life. Um, What's that like? No, I'm kidding. What's that that like? (laughs) It's um, it's actually really lovely. Um, No, my my current girlfriend like is super beautiful and knows all of this as well. But over the last couple of weeks, I I had been, I had been thinking about a year leading up to my ex breaking up with Uh. me and what I really wanted to understand was what actually like what happened over that that time frame of a month over that seasonal moment like what what messages were exchanged like I was curious to see where I was at mentally in my mind at that point because I've because I've grown so much over the last year especially and I wanted to go I wanted to go back and have a look at how much I had grown I love that or what what I had said so let me paint you a picture I am um I've been traveling a lot for work lately with my new job Mm. um which has been awesome um I don't like I, I like flying I wouldn't say like I love it like it's especially when you're just doing domestic and it's I have ADHD work. I'm on a plane I'm strapped yeah. in I can't get off the plane I can't go anywhere else you're just stuck on that fucking thing like you're there like, you've just deviated from telling a story to flying well, yeah the, well I'm painting the Snap picture so I'm, I'm on a plane right <laughs> okay I'm on a plane um I'm on a plane um I'm flying between I think I was flying between Melbourne and Sydney and I thought to myself I had that thought to myself holy shit it's coming up to a year I want to see how much I've grown in the last year I can't believe that I felt the weight of what I felt and some of the things that I did during that time why did I do some of those things that I did like these are the questions that were going through my head crazy shit though babe like yeah not you like we We, all do crazy shit crazy shit when we're in that fight it's you know your body switches into fight or flight and you're not in the flight you're in the fight you're in like i'm gonna go you don't even know who you are sometimes for sure what did i just do yeah well i was just like i need to check this out so i went back through the messages Mm -hmm. and holy shit you or her both really holy shit both like just like fucking hell like i went back through them and and I was shook. I was shook and I was disappointed and gutted with the way that I carried on. Mm. But I was more disappointed and gutted with the way that I was treated. For sure. Right? For sure. You had you had every right to lose control. Like, you, it's not like... And you did show sincerity and remorse whenever you kind of lost it. Like, yeah. it's not like you never did that. But you just it's okay and I'm proud of you for doing that as well because 
it's like writing in a journal like mm. you go back and you sometimes you read things you're like oh Holy i have crap. grown yeah and you have yeah so how did that make you feel reading those messages and seeing your behavior to and from between the two of you like how did that make you feel did you feel like wow that just is not me and how i would react anymore yep that for sure 100 percent. but then also i was i think i learned a lot about someone's character when they are the ones that do the breaking up right yeah i think like and this goes back to what we were talking about and this is why i've brought this up i went back to reflect and i'm like i'm extremely proud of how far i've come and i'm really proud of how far i've grown and oh my gosh i can put my hand up and say holy fuck i would never respond like that. i actually would never respond ever again if i got broken up with like or if i did i would never respond that way because i've learned Mm. but i had to go through that pain and that emotion to learn but what really really fucked me off was the way that i was spoken to during that time Mm. from my ex and that goes back to that whole checking in and telling me it's okay and telling me you know you are this person like you are this like you're strong don't tell me what i am don't tell me you just fucking up and left me bro like don't fucking tell me what i am guys also textbook gaslighting that like trying to tell someone how they should feel and tell them you know who they are and all that sort of stuff like that is gaslighting so if you are experiencing that in a relationship sometimes it's hard to pick up on i know i didn't know what it was so if your partner is saying things like that to you or you've been broken up with they're gaslighting you just a little side note on that for sure but also what i learned from that is if you are the person that is breaking up with someone this is i feel very strongly about this and you can probably tell because i'm staring at you in the eyes but (laughs) if you are the person that is breaking up with someone do not fucking confuse them and tell them oh maybe maybe one day no do not fucking tell them maybe one day because that that cooked me my ex did that too maybe one day or 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 do not give a sense of false hope to them that maybe in a couple days things might be different things aren't going to fucking be different yeah do not fucking come at me and say oh you know like i'm leaving you but i'm not sure i need to take the weekend no cunt (laughs) no if you need to take the fucking weekend we're fucking done and like i was so dumb i was so fucking dumb i was dumb enough to believe maybe so then i was sending fucking essays going this and and reflect on this and reflect on this and like you were trying to be fucking dr phil bro i was trying to be fucking i literally (laughs) was being dr phil i was like and this and i was doing research about the brain and what's going (laughs) on no literally like i was over here i was at claudia's house that one of those nights and i was fucking going i was at claudia's house the weekend that she went away Mm. and she like took off that weekend and was like i need to think blah 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 no bro you didn't actually need to think you had a fucking sick weekend you literally went away we saw like we saw that you were fucking out fucking having a mad time like you didn't need to go away and think you just fucking made me think that you needed to go away and think when you actually knew my ex did that yeah my ex did that to me as well like and then like the final time that we broke up because we broke up a lot um over the long period that we were with um with each other um and it wasn't until i we were doing like the final like really sad goodbye Mm. mind you we did get back together and move in together fucking straight after that again after that but that was so hectic there was an eight month period where we were completely broken up and all that sort of stuff but i never was able to get to that eight month period and be happy with like being without her because i wanted to be with her so badly um until i asked her point blank do you love me will you ever be with me do you want me to move on and find someone else and she answered those three questions yes i don't no, yes i don't love you um i do want you to move on and i want you to find love somewhere else and like as brutal as that fucking was to hear i'm so stoked that she was just honest and said that in that moment because it just it was like a switch and i was like okay she doesn't she just doesn't want to be with me and that's that's fine but that is that is what you needed to hear that's what i needed to hear that is what everyone needs to hear you didn't get that yeah i didn't get that everyone needs to hear do you know like fucking take ownership if you're breaking up with someone like straight up to our listeners take ownership if you're breaking up with someone and say to them i do not want to be with you i am not coming back 
and mm. you need to move on. A hundred percent. Say that. hundred percent. Because people will heal so much faster. So much faster. If you just tell them I'm because not. Because everyone holds on to hope, right? They hold on to little tiny pieces of hope. They overanalyze things. And I always used to say this to my girlfriends as well when they were like talking to dudes or anything like that. Um, oh, but they messaged me this and they said this. And I'm like, they're just not that into you. Like, mm. So you need to read between the lines. Like if this person isn't making the effort to like just read between the lines just Mm. yeah for sure like don't be that fucking person don't be that don't be that person and don't fucking don't fucking say oh let's just take a couple days you're done yeah if you you're done if you genuinely feel like you just need a couple days then that's fine but if you are done and you're just saying that so the other person doesn't like lose their shit then you know just cop it on the chin and say what you need to say because i guarantee it's going to help someone move on so much quicker I mean, to me, I have never broken up with anyone I've always been broken up with. So I don't know what it's like on the receiving end, but I've seen my ex-partners break up with me and it's not like they're fucking having a great time and fucking, you know, smiling and living life. Like, they're crying. They're fucking sad that, like, a relationship is over Mm. and it's okay. But I think when it comes to playing with someone's emotions and just, like, what happened with Beth in the sense that, you know oh just chill out like you know I'll, I'll be back in a few days we'll chat then but have no sincerity for the person that they're leaving behind and just fuck off for a weekend and not talk to them and give them false hope and then come back and be like no nah, like we're done like I, you know that like that's unfair and mm. I get why you lost it in that way but I just know that you've learned so much from this over the last 12 months and it's funny that you say the 12 months because it's taken me for every relationship literally a year to just have that like epiphany and be like you know what I'm over them they don't affect me like I'm all good it's fine so I think maybe you're coming to that reflection of hey like I have managed to get through a whole year look how much I've turned my life around yeah look how great I'm going with work with my new partner who fucking loves me Mm. and adores me vice versa um you're just having that reflection you're like that was so rough but like I got through it do you want to know something what I like removed her off all social media (gasps) oh good for you you don't need them on socials oh god it's no. hectic oh that's another tip guys get rid get of them get rid of them oh, I wish I got rid of I wish I did it sooner yeah social media is such a fucker cause you don't you don't know and like look let's be real we're all gonna stalk our exes when we break up It's it happens like but let's be real you don't know if a person that they're with because you're not with them and you don't if they if you see them with someone that you've never seen before a girl a boy anything you're like, who the fuck is this person? Like, are they are they going to hang out? Are they going to kiss? Are they going to do that? Like, are they replacing me? Like, who is this person? Or why are they having so much fun? Like, they should be sad. Like, I'm sad. There is no point in putting yourself in a fucking torture chain by watching their social media and, like, feeling just absolutely fucking devastated that mm. you're not there living that life with them. Or, you know, you're just wondering what they're doing and you want to know what's happening. Like, just that's another tip guys if you are going through a breakup over this period get rid of them off social media just get rid of them off social media in general they're not your friends anymore you know like they don't need to see your life it's yeah. it's your life now not not each other's you know you're taking care of your numero uno right and that's something i learned from my beautiful fiance yeah because we were beautiful friends before and she was with me through a lot of through um, a few breakups um, with my ex-partner and she always reminded me that she's like you know what babe like you're numero uno look after yourself like you don't need to be this sad all the time and and she's right like I took that from that friendship with her and I mean hey we're getting married but um, yeah just take care of yourself and don't torture yourself with the social media and everything else that comes with it yeah you don't need it yeah I'm so proud of you for doing that that's such a big step for you because I know that gives you a bit of anxiety um I mean it gives everyone anxiety it gives me anxiety and we'll tell you guys why because I am a people pleaser which which will lead us into our next section (laughs) um which I'm gonna let Beth kind of run on um she's really been keen to talk about people pleasing and mm. I'm really interested to hear what she has to say about it and tell me a little bit more about 
what a people pleaser is and how we can try and be less of one and take care of ourselves a little bit more. So, so take it away. Why do people people please? What do you think? It's okay if you don't know. Okay. Um, for validation. Close. Well, yeah, like a part of it, but what else? I felt like I feel like I'm in school. validation. Um, I feel like people pleasing is more about someone's insecurities and um, they're seeking validation from people that they don't really give a shit about, but um, you know they still want to stay regular and not drop off like the social chain. So yeah, like yeah, pretty you're pretty bang on like what causes people pleasing low self-esteem people who feel like they're less than others may feel like their needs are unimportant and they may advocate for themselves less or have less awareness of what they want they also feel like they have no purpose if they cannot help others do you know what i think Mm -hmm. i think people pleasers are the most fucking stressed out people and i know because i I'm one of them. I was literally about to say, are you a people pleaser, Beth? I'm a massive people pleaser. I think In like, what way? I think it really stems from, okay, I have a couple of reasons I'm a people pleaser. I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of them. And having ADHD means, or a part of having ADHD is I have really high levels of anxiety, which I can't cope with sometimes. Yeah. And when I feel like my worlds are colliding, when I feel like I lose control, eek we all do i promise i'm a nice person but when and i promise i'm not super controlling but (laughs) we all lose control guys when i when i feel like i don't have control of the situation or when i don't know the outcomes and people aren't straight up with me i get really stressed out and so then i overcompensate and people please and I, i do this in i do this in many different ways like for instance in the workplace yeah i don't know what conversation my boss just had with a senior manager and I think it might have been about me so I'm gonna be super nice to my boss today and I'm gonna I'm gonna please them and, and go above and beyond because I, I I don't have control of this situation I don't have control of this conversation that they've had so you think that they've spoken in a negative way though yeah I think like my I think and I think that's just human nature right humans always this is just yeah I mean this is just an example as well like this 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 actually thankfully hasn't happened in my new job but this happened a lot in my old job because I was so insecure because I went through I went through heartbreak in that job which we just spoke about Uh and because I did that maybe yeah maybe I did fall behind in the way I was performing as as a people manager and I wasn't doing the I did the best that I could but I wasn't working to what my standard would would be and I have a very high standard on myself so with that I was always thinking well shit what's this boss saying to to this what's my dotted line leader saying to my to my actual direct leader and like what conversations they're having and what do I need to do to fix this without actually having the context and I think that stems from anxiety so then I go above and beyond to people please them right and it's almost like you're being like I'm slogging people pleasing to the point of burnout wow so I totally get the anxiety thing because I get that sometimes I'll be like if I'm on a meeting or something and my boss will ask for the other person on the meeting to hang around after the call I'll be like have I done something like Mm. what's going on and then I'll like overcompensate and think in my head like all day like what the fuck like what's happening like am I getting fired like or even when my friends text me like and their tone's a little bit off or Mm. they have a full stop after a word I'm like what and then like I'm extra nice because I'm like have I done something like I totally get that um it's so hard right like when you're a kid right you uh-huh. are told you are li- like literally like the whole way through the whole way through your childhood you are told and communicated that we are not enough as kids like where at some point we're told we're not enough like it's you know you you know like from, even from preschool like you didn't paint that picture as good as that kid it's not enough Mm. you didn't tie your shoelace up properly it's not enough you fucking god help me out here um you you did you didn't finish your homework but like good enough it's not enough well it was just like you had to please to perform and gain the affirmation that we all need 
Uh, like you had to please to. But I feel like is that is that bringing is that the way that we're brought up by our family? Well, I think it's like, but it's across school as well, right? Yeah. Like I think school is like the the worst. School's thing probably for the it. worst, actually. Wow, I just had like a lot of school flashbacks. Yeah. Like, fuck. Like I'm just trying to I'm trying to give examples. I'm probably not doing the best job because we just speak off the cuff, you and I. But like <laughs> going through like maybe like preschool, for example, you. I told like you almost like need to be doing something or you need to gain the gain the affirmation of a certain person so you do what you need to do to please them because we're taught that that's what we need to do from right. such a young age that it goes into kindergarten you're told you need to please your teacher how mm. do you please your teacher what do you need to do to please your teacher interesting what do you do to please your friends how do you make friends i think these are like all different types of things that come about mm. when you're growing up and you're going through childhood going into high school childhood for sure because you always meet those friends and i think i was a people pleaser in high school like i always did things that like the older people used to tell me to do because like i was scared i was gonna get bullied or something mm. yeah i just think that like we we as individuals are almost cooked for okay, the time so that we're so young. We've spoken about people pleasing to a degree. Can you give us some insights on how we stop being a people pleaser? Yes. Um, I think like one of the big things is talking about it and like actually just being honest with yourself and pausing and going, holy shit, I'm people pleasing right I'm now. Registering it, yeah. I'm literally like right yeah. yeah like acknowledge it that's what I was looking for acknowledge that you're people pleasing um work through like the childhood trauma and wounds that you go through mm. like and that's across childhood that's across high school that's across university being told that we're not enough mm. when we are enough and I think like the best way to do that is through therapy which you know you've done so much work through therapy over the years but yeah when you, yeah you sorry you well go. i was gonna say sometimes therapy isn't for everyone mm. and um you know all of my ther- therapy kings and queens and babies out there like so proud of you going to therapy therapy but if it isn't your thing you know try other ways like get a bit spiritual i also do like energy healing and things like that which can release a lot of trauma and wounds that you have stored within the body um so not saying that you need to go to therapy as also it is like expensive and all that sort of stuff if you do have the you know um what's the word luxury to be able to go to therapy and afford it then that's awesome but don't be disheartened and there's other ways that you can release that trauma anyways that's what i just wanted to say take it away beth yeah i think like good ways is to set boundaries for yourself mm-hmm. so 100 percent. that sounds the boundary thing is yeah it's a big thing like you're not, you're not gonna you're not it. gonna know how to set boundaries when you're a little kid like you're a little no, kid and you're growing up you but i think that through life you, yeah you 100 you learn that through life but it, like people pleasing comes from a sense of feeling inadequate and not enough but like i think it's acknowledging that and going i'm people pleasing right now because i feel inadequate and i feel like i'm not enough and so i'm going above and beyond to do these insane things that actually are taxing on myself yeah and they're causing they're actually causing more anxiety and more stress because you're sitting there thinking well that wasn't enough like i've got to do more next time i've got to show up better i've got to i've got to do this for this person but like what you don't realize is how much time that's taking up and then Mm. how much headspace that's taking up and how many times are you sitting there thinking fuck i didn't do enough so true now i'm like you're talking about it i'm like i have done that a lot well not a lot but like and this goes back to the relationship chat that we were talking about like um my ex and i broke up and she caught covid and it was when covid was really bad and like we weren't together Mm. she didn't want anything to do with me but i was non-stop checking up on her sending her stuff to her house like just 
people pleasing her in the sense of I've been left. I must not be good enough, so I need to make it up to her. Yeah, I need to do this, and I did mm. the I did the exact same thing. Like yeah. When my ex and I broke up, I literally straight up. My ex did the most fucking most fucked up thing I yeah. ever ever in a in a breakup. And don't be Beth's ex. What? Don't be Beth's. Ex. Don't be Beth's ex. No, nah, do I things. like. I was just like when I found out, I was like. I went through the messages like I said to you mm. and one of the, you'll be so disappointed in me you're going to be so disappointed Have I in not, me. do I not know this you know I don't know if you do um what the day that I found out mm. what had happened was it was on Christmas day yeah. and I was you know gutted because I it was the, it was just a really shitty time for me um <laughs> but this is this is just so hectic I messaged her and I was just like it's okay what you did's okay uh, it's fine i forgive you this is the day of like i i, I do really ooh. that was perfect timing perfect on the timing sound by the storm of what you were talking about um, i was just <laughs> like I, I just permitted it i was like i literally was just like it's okay tick like you're okay like i felt like i had to Please. You enabled her. I enabled it. I was just like, it's it's fine. Like, what you did's fine. Like, it's totally sweet. Like, you know, I'm going to be who I am. And I, I like, you know. I'm going gonna- behind your missus back with someone that you know is never okay. Just FYI. Burn. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's just fucking not okay. No. Um, yeah, I was just like, it's okay. I promise you. I was just like, I promise you, I'll never, ever, ever, like, I'll never tell the the other person. I was just like, I won't tell the other person that. Why? Because you wanted her back. Because I just wanted. I just was people pleasing her. I was because like, you fuck. You did like pretty chaotic things. Yeah. Prior, I mean, like during the breakup, and then when you found out, you were like, it's okay. Well, yeah, it was more like. Why you did that? Because that's just like weird. What? Why did you do that? I think I just did it because I, well, I still loved her at that point in time. Yeah, of course. You've been broken up for like a day. But then also when I've like actually sat there and tried to unpack what's happened, I think I did it because I was pleasing her and making and, and affirming that, you know, I, I, I was pleasing her. I yeah, was people pleasing okay. her. From an outsider perspective, I feel like you people pleased her the entire relationship. Hundred percent. I said that about six times. That's my filler word this episode. Hundred percent. It's better than like, 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 like. Um, like. yeah. I agree with you. Mm. Probably people please the whole relationship. And now that I'm in this mindset of, I've learned a lot over last year. I've learned You're, a lot. Sorry, I keep cutting in. Like, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Go. Um, you have grown so much in the last year. Like, you won't tolerate no person's bullshit. Nah. Not at all. Like, I don't think that you're a pe- – I don't think you're much of a people pleaser anymore. Like, maybe in the workplace – excuse me. Um, but not even anymore. I, not even with my new job. Yeah. I was when with my old job for yeah. sure. I'll put my hand up and be like, fucking oath, I was people pleasing. But, like, if you have issues in your life, you're like, no, like, let's get down to the crux of things. Like, I'm not going to put up with this. Like, you're not a people pleaser anymore. Like, you've learned a lot. Yeah, I say – in a sense, like a people pleaser is pretty much a pushover that just allow, like enables people's bad behavior. Yeah, and doesn't say no. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say, say no. no. I love saying no. I do say no a lot. Dinner? No. Yeah. <laughs> do you well, want to do this? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lee even said to me the other day, she's like, "What happened to you? Like, you know?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You're such a, like you're more of an introvert." Um. I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm an introvert. I'd say I'm a, what did I send you the other day? An extroverted introvert. Yeah, extroverted introvert. I'm 100% that. That's really interesting too, actually. We just like, dude, like, I, I can't, I can't even fathom the sort of person that I was a year ago. Like, I can't believe how much I people pleased. And in that, I'm so thankful that I'm out of that now. And mm. I'm in a point where I do say no and I do not take people's shit. shit. Oh, yeah. What? We are like aligned it's today. It's like one mind. We're just, we're just, you're in my head. <laughs> Rent free, you're in my head. <laughs> Rent free, baby. Um, we, Like, 
I just said it. I said like because... Oh, it's okay. Oh. We'll probably listen back to this and we've said like a thousand times. Yeah. I, um, I don't mind the 100%. I love 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. Where was I? Um, we're at a point now, I think we're at a point now where it's just the the best way to not people please and the best way to, I, I think it's the fact that it's not spoken about much. How, how often does someone come up to you? Like someone might be like, hey, how are you going? Or you're feeling this way because of X, Y, Z. But people never be like, hey, you're feeling this way because you're actually people pleasing right now and you're mm. actually going above and beyond for people that do not give two flying fucks about you, yeah. A, and B, you're going above and beyond and you're putting more stress and more anxiety on yourself right now, which is why you actually feel so cooked. I was like crying in one of my jobs, like my job before this job that I currently have now. Mm. I was like going so above and beyond to suck up my boss's asses because I just felt like they did not like me. I was people pleasing the shit out of them. And like what I said like so many times in that sentence. (laughs) Um, But... I would be crying. I would like just, oh, I I can see it now that you've explained it. And at the end of the day, you're just a number to them. Like yeah. they don't care. They don't care. They will chew you up and spit you out if, if they want to. And they do not <laughs> give two craps about you. So the best thing that you can do is understand people pleasing, acknowledge it, set boundaries with yourself with mm. it, set boundaries with people that are in your life. It is okay to say no and say no more often than not and i think you don't need to be friends with everyone exactly yeah you don't need to be friends with everyone you just need to have a nice tight you just need to have a nice tight neat group of people around you for sure that love you and do you know what that tight knit group that tight knit group of people they don't need to be friends with each other as long as you've got stability in your life and you have people in your life who love you respect you and are there for you through thick and thin then you are okay and everything will be okay i totally agree with that and it's true like i've recently cut someone out of my life that has been in my life for a really long time due to just not getting through to them and um in a way people pleasing and this and then and enabling someone's behavior and it's and that's that coming back to that boundary thing that beth just said like you know you have to set boundaries for yourself because if they're it's all about like um quality over quantity and i'm not saying that i'm not going to be friends with this person again i'm just saying i needed a break because the constant pressure to live up to the standard of the friend that i needed to be for this person was too much for me at that time and setting those boundaries is really important and you know hopefully we'll be able to come back together and create another like a better friendship from it but i think we both needed that as well like just yeah set those boundaries and be just stick to your guns and be true to yourself yeah all right i think that is perfect we'll wrap up there but yeah let's wrap this up thank you to our listeners thank you for coming along and coming back we're really excited for 2024 um we've got a lot planned and we do can't believe it's so close to christmas (laughs) we hope you all have a great week yes we will see you soon see ya bye